Seder Snippets is sponsored by Dr. Robert and Judy Brookstein in memory of her mother, my wife's grandmother, Edith Goldsmith Esther Bass Yaakov. We're making our way through Az Yashir and hopefully we're feeling the simcha, the joy the Jews felt on the other side of the sea when they saw that Hashem's plan had all come together and it was all for a reason, when they gained that clarity of vision and the feeling of salvation. We're up to the Pasuk, Shamu Amim Yirgazun, the people heard and they trembled. Chil Achaz Yoshvei Plashas, the Plishtim, the people who dwelled there felt an agony. Part of the no, whole notion of the Shira is Moshe Rabbeinu celebrating the Jewish people singing that not only did they see Hashem's guiding hand, but the whole world had learned of Hashem's dominion, His providence, that Hashem is the one who controls the world. And that was evidenced by the fact that people trembled. Shamu, I mean, they heard and they trembled. They felt a sense of agony and fear because the pagans, the idols they had worshipped, they realized were false. It was Hashem, the God of the Jewish people, His promise to us that in fact was true. The Torah tells at the beginning of Parshas Yisro, Vayishma Yisro Choin Midyan, that Yisro heard as Kol Asher Asar Lokim LeMoshe LeYisrael. All of that had happened to Moshe and to the Jewish people. Ki Hotzi Hashem as Yisrael Mitzrayim that Hashem took us out of Egypt. Rashi, commenting on that pasuk, asks, What did Yisro hear? Mashmu Shama. Uba. And he answers, it's a Gemara and Zalachim, three opinions, but he answers it was the splitting of the sea, it was the war with Amalek, and according to the third opinion, it was Matan Torah. Yisro heard about the experience, the seminal event of God sharing his sacred and timeless Torah with us. But the Zohar, in turn, refers to Shira Sayyam, takes us to Az Yashir, what we're studying, and he tell, points out, Shamu Amim Yir Gazun. Here we just said our Pasuk, Shamu Amim, the whole nations, the whole world. It was the headline in every newspaper. It was the front story of every newscast. What had happened? The sea had split. The rules of nature were suspended. God intervened, interceded, and finally liberated a slave nation after 210 years. So what was so special about Yisro? What singled him out? So the Zohar answers that everyone else was Shamu Amim Yigazun. They heard and they trembled. Yisro was Mashmu Shama Uba. The Zohar points out, Yisro didn't just hear the news, he didn't just follow the news, he was moved by the news, he was transformed by the news, he saw Hashem's guiding hand in the news. Some people follow the data, they follow the news, they follow what's happening around, and all they feel is Yirgazun, the sense of tremble, anxiety, worry, concern. But Yisro taught us the art and the power of listening, Vayishma Yisro, and therefore the ability to see Hashem's guiding hand in history. The contrast, the Zohar, between our Pasuk, Shamu Amim Gazun, everyone else who heard and only had the visceral reaction of trembling, and a Yisro, who didn't just hear, but he listened, Mashumu Hashem Uba, and he was so moved to be able to come. This is, in fact, our mission and mandate as a people, to learn that art of listening. It's one of the 48 ways that Torah is acquired, Shmias HaOzen, the capacity to listen. It means not just to listen to sitter snippets, not just to listen to Divrei Torah, not just to listen to people who are speaking. It means to listen between the lines, to read the news and to see the unfolding of history and destiny and to find HaKadosh Baruch Hu's hand there. We say in Birchus Kriyashma, V'sein belibeinu bino lahavin lahaskil lishmoa. Put in our hearts the understanding, the intellect and the ability lishmoa to be good listeners. Not listeners like the Egyptians who were shamim amim, shamu amim yirgazun. They heard and they trembled but it did nothing more but to be listeners like Yisro, mashmu shama uba, to be so moved that we come. The next Pasuk, All of the clans of Edom, they were dismayed, they were worried. The tribes of Moab, Moab, they were trembling, they were gripped by fear. All the dwellers of Canaan were Namogu, they were aghast, they were worried. Rabbi Soloveitchik points out, why was Moshe here celebrating? Why is he happy about their fear? After all, we weren't scheduled to conquer Edom and Moab. They were not listed among the territories that we were going to conquer. So why do we care that they fear? 
Rabbi Soloveitchik, the Rav, points out that a person should rejoice or nationally, collectively rejoice over fear that falls on our enemies, even if it's an empty fear and unnecessary fear, because fear is a sign of respect. The fact that they feared meant they saw Hashem as being the one in control. So the joy in their fear is not a practical, pragmatic fear. It's not a joy that, good, I'm glad they're afraid they'll be easy to conquer. We weren't scheduled to conquer. Rather, it was the joy that if they were afraid, it's only because they recognize and respect Hashem's power. It's a sign of the respect that Edom and Moab have for Hashem and for the Jewish people. It reflects a psychological transformation of the status of the Jew in the eyes of other nations to be held in high esteem, to be seen as the chosen ones of Hashem himself. The next pasuk, Terror and dread descended upon them. The, the might of your army, they, they're still a stone. Till the people cross over Hashem, till your people cross over whom you ransomed. Rashi points out, some felt a masa and others felt pachad. What's the difference between the two? So Rashi points out, those who were far away felt fear. If all you did was read the headline but realize the Jewish people are coming and we're coming with Hashem's guiding hand, it was a masa, the pachad, the real fear, the sense of terror was for those who were closer, for those who understood they were in the immediate vicinity and they stood to be confronted the most.